we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? Lie in the morning. Way, hey, that's your rising way. Gosh, I can only mean one thing. It must be uh, the Andy and Amanda show live from Hollywood, California and the UK. I'm Andy Kimball and we have in the UK, Amanda Love. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. I'm good. Thank you, my darling. How about you? I, I'm fine. Thank you. I'm fine. Thank you. I'm <laughs> fine. Do, do, I'm, 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 I'm doing uh, okay here. And uh, <laughs> greetings to you on this Wednesday, uh, what they call hump day, midweek here on this um, May 19th of 2021. And um, yeah. God, so, as always, there's so much to talk about and so much going on in the world and here with Trump and the U.S. and politics and Biden and, and the environment and COVID and, 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 and sports and music and things opening and things closing and, and <laughs> CDC guidelines and regulations and opening and changing the mind and this and that. And we don't know up from down and down and up. They came, they went. We don't know. Maybe they'll sit. But we don't know. <laughs> It's <laughs> so very true, right? <laughs> Thank this you for tuning in. We'll see you next time on the Andy and Amanda show. <laughs> that about sums it up, though, don't it, though? Woo. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> There's some birthdays out there. There's some birthdays. There's some birthdays out there. Oh. Thank you, thank you. But happy birthday early. is have a great one. Have a drink really? on us. Oh, for too. us. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> not, not, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll get all the invoices in the mail. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> thank you right. for the drink. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the Andy Demand Show. We ask the YMCA. If you can do the YMCA. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, my arms around here. Vibes go in. Andy, I'll tell you, that that birthday vibe track you just playing then has got me all all hyped for this, really? this midweek you know thing. I mean? yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. we need it right now, right? Well, I think I think we do. I think we do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> so what's going on, man? How you doing? What's new over there? What's what's exciting in in the UK on your end of the uh, of the world? Oh, I'm doing fabulous, darling. However, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's some question as to what's going on with things. But, um, you know, I was covering, cover, co- covering the news, mm. <laughs> covering the news mm. today. Co- co- yes, covering, spit yeah. it out. We can do it. Yeah. We can do it. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Okay. I was covering mm-hmm. news today. You know, I, I, I always go to uh, BBC. As Andy knows, BBC is my trusted source that I, I tend to yes. go to. Because, you know, same here. They, same here. Yeah. They, 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 they seem they, to have a real, yeah. real down-to-earth and, and true... Uh, reporting of what's going on here in America. 
Yes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yes. I'll take your yes. word for it because obviously you're there and yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm here. And, <laughs> and, but, and I'm here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you're there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're always stating at the bottom of the the, the articles mm-hmm. that you know they fact check everything and you know you can mm-hmm. find out more. Blah 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 blah. So anyway, moving on. So they're talking about the the Indian Baron, as we know, and mm-hmm. they seem more confident. They seem more confident today, Andy, that the vaccines are working against the Indian variant and all the other variants. So that's a good thing. And they're also talking about introducing a third vaccine. So there are a lot of people that are going to be signing up for this this testing to see if it's uh, a good good thing to have this top up, and uh, I, I think it, wow. it it will be right. I mean that makes mm. sense, but obviously they want to test it out first to see if we're okay with it, and you know it, it does do its work. But they've ordered I think it's the seven vaccinations and seven types have been produced, so that they can obviously mm. see which one performs better if. One of them performs better and so on, blah, 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 blah. So they're going to be doing that, which I think is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, another thing that the UK are doing, and I'm surprised it's taking this long, and I don't know if you have the same thing in the US, Andy, so you have to tell me, that they're going to bring in a new emergency text alert system. So for, you know, like fires and, and flooding and stuff to do with coronavirus and whatever else gets thrown our way in the, the future, um, that they're going to be doing these emergency text uh, alerts that will come through on your, really? your mobile cell phone. Yeah. So that would be a pretty cool thing. And apparently um, other countries have got this system in place, like New Zealand. Um, I'm sure there's plenty more out there, guys. If you're from elsewhere than the UK and the US and you want to let us know, if you have the same kind of system in your country, email us at the Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com or call in on 515-605-9888. We would love to hear about yes, it. Yes, so, we would. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's a thing, and uh, I think that'd be pretty cool to do. So they're going to test trial that in two different parts of the country at some point. I think from 25th of May, I think they're planning it. Um, mm. Yeah, mm. There's, there's some other cool things going on. I mean, um, well, actually, I say cool. This this one story actually isn't very cool. Um, let me take you back a bit to when I was just 18 years old. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went to mm-hmm. uh, college uh, not far from my hometown, and I remember this huge story blowing up in, in the news about this guy called Fred West, who was a serial, and he, he he lived somewhere else at the time, but he moved to this town that I was at, at college in, and he'd murdered lots of young girls and sexually abused them with his wife, and I remember Jeez. the building that he lived was just behind the college. I was like, oh my mm. goodness, this is this is crazy. We went out for our lunch break the one day, me and my friends, and um, this house was being torn apart, and they had mm. it taped off, and they had the police there, and they were actually finding bodies under oh, the patio and things like that. Yeah. So um, here's a. It's been in the news today because they they found more bodies um, connected to Fred West oh, in a geez. cafe in the in city. Okay, oh, the no. city of the Jeez. place that I went to college. So basically, oh, um, let me give you a, a, a backstory as to what's going on with it. So it says, more than a quarter of a century since he confessed to killing his daughter, Heather, the name Fred West is back on everyone's mind. Uh, police are excavating a cafe in the city for a suspected victim of the notorious serial killer. But who was he and what crimes did he commit? So uh, along with his wife, Rose, they preyed on vulnerable young girls and women in order to play out sexual mm. fantasies, which eventually led to murder. Um, so this was going on over, like, 
20-year period, um, a bit longer, abusing all these girls and, and these women. And they, like I said, they were finding bodies and digging them up. And um, Fred got charged, I think. I think, was it? His wife... No, his, his wife went to prison. I think Fred died, if I remember correctly. So oh. there was there was a lot going on. And, and to find these bodies now in a cafe linked to, to him is just... It's horrifying because I remember it being all over the news. But you know what? I, something that actually spooked me at the time. My grandfather, bless him, he used to uh, work in this little little shop in town, and he used to build bikes, bicycles, and he built a, a mountain bike for me. And I was ever so excited. And I remember when he dropped it round, he was telling us about what was going on in the news at the time about Fred West. And he said, "You'll never guess what." I was like, "What?" He said. I ended up having an order for Fred West to build this bike and actually deliver it to his home. I'm like, no. He's like, yeah. I was like, oh my god, what happened? What was he like? You know, did you know? Was there anything suspicious at the time? He said, you know, you would think he was just an average person. You know, a bit quiet, had a bit of a weird look mm-hmm. about him. But um, you never would have suspected anything. He said, but when I found out in the news that he'd done all these things, I felt sick to the stomach knowing that I delivered the bike to his home. And you know, oh my god, I was like, wow, holy smokes. Yeah, so wow. that's crazy. So, yeah. Wow. That's the, the life of Fred West. But it's a big thing here in the UK, and I don't know if you've heard about him in the US. No, documentary on him and everything. No, yeah, so, no. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Jeez, that's crazy. So, that must be so eerie feeling. That's, that's got to be very, very weird feel that you were... It really is. That you were right there. His wife, his wife came from my hometown. Because this, mm. his uh, where they lived was the next town over from us, so you know she moved to be with him, and that was just you know she seemed like this innocent woman who met him when she was sixteen, he was young, mm-hmm. and uh, then they just ended up seducing these girls and then leading to murdering them. I was just, I just, just it's horrific to think what they did, and I won't go into details about a lot of the things, but of course it was, it's not nice. Not nice at all, and these poor, poor girls. Um, I just, mm, I dread mm, to think. Mm. Dread to think. Anyway, <laughs> that's all the next to dark stuff. <laughs> right. Out of the way. Oh, Holy but smokes. they reported today about the Chinese Mars rover Andy returning. Did you see about yes. that? Yes. Yes. How cool! The first pictures. Yes, and uh, for and, and the Chinese have have a yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you, you know, we've had a we have a rover and a helicopter up there. Soon Absolutely. to have a Tesla up there. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, I'll go up there with one. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, yes. You know, well, you know, no. Elon Musk did uh, launch a uh, Tesla. Uh, his his former car. His you know his uh, his former car was launched into space and is with the mannequin in the driver's seat and is supposedly on its wow. way to Mars. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andy, I oh yeah, that. oh yeah. He launched. Oh, he goodness. launched. He, he truly did. He launched his rover, his his car. I forget what you call it. The, the speedster, the speedster, the something wow. track, whatever it is. Um, yeah, he launched it up there, and it, uh, there's pictures of it. You know, you can look, find pictures of of this of his of his personal car uh, floating around in space up there with the mannequin behind the driver's seat on uh, on the Tesla autopilot. I think on its way to uh, to Mars supposedly. So, so I don't know what it's supposed to get there. How it's going to get there? Where it's going? But it is up wow. there for real. That's 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 for real. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. I know, isn't it? It's Elon Musk. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, Elon he's Musk. A, he's a guy. But he already yeah, is. you know, because the Chinese, you know, they put they they you know they have their own space program and they put a rover on Mars and they're doing their own. Their I guess the the cumulative um, purpose of the of the investigation of Mars and why Mars is to determine if, in fact, at one point billions of years ago, and that's the capital B when you can imagine that much time, um, there was there was life on that planet at one time, or still might be, you know, deep into. The, the surface of the planet, uh, you know, they did find water on on Mars. There's oxygen within molecules within the within the, the surface layers of Mars. They've they've determined that, and um, and, be, and there's ice on Mars, and mm. there's water there at one time, or might be uh, some signs of of a very 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 early. Um, Life, meaning just amoeba, just single cell life, you know, um, or, yeah. or more than that, perhaps, you know. And what has happened, evidently, uh, as a result of the of the size of Mars and its um, gravitational field not being what the what that of the Earth's is, is that over billions of years, the atmosphere that it may have had and emphasized may have had um, escaped the planet over over many 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 years and left it into the condition of which we see it now. And yeah. uh, if if that can be determined, you know, as to wow, there was life on Mars at one time, that would you know open up a whole lot in terms of our own evolve. You know, how how do we get to be where we are over billions of years? And we have a moon that controls the tides and actually controls some of our own. You know, we talk about that, or was that with somebody else? I thought we talked about the, the potential effect that the moon actually has on our own physiology and chemistry, since the moon has an effect on the tides. It also has a, a and we are ninety-six percent water. Hard to believe um, what we are. Our blood is. You know. The I don't recall the conversation, my sweetie well, pie. Well, we should uh, not on the slate for today. Well, there's nothing on the slate for any day, I guess. But uh, the uh, <laughs> we, we, we we when you think about it, but um, at one point. Um, we should talk about that because, you know, the, yeah. the moon controls our tides, as we know, and which is water. Yeah. And our chemistry is mostly water in our bodies. Um, mm. So what effect does the moon have on each each one of us? When yeah. the moon is in the seventh house. I love that song. Earth. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, Very good, Andy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. so, but it's interesting, you know. But, but anyway, uh, Mars does not have a moon. And um, poor, you know, they left Mars out. They left Mars out of the moon. You know, but um, you know, it's you know, I'm I'm excited about what we're doing there, and it will be a matter of years now, not decades, but years, uh, before we have uh, the first man and or a woman foot upon the planet, the surface of Mars, and that'll be wow. And that's going to happen in hopefully, you know, in in our lifetime. You know, and uh, yes. and yeah. within the next generation's lifetime will be the colonization of Mars. And why yeah. why colonize Mars? Because to take advantage of its resources and to learn, explore more about ourselves and how we got here and how our Earth got here and how the planets evolved and how this whole big picture of the galaxy and the universe happened. Um, it, it, it for real, how it happened, not not any. Supernatural, whatever, snapping your fingers and saying, "Let there be a universe or galaxy." But how how it really, really happened, and will we ever find the answer? Well, there's there's very good probability as though we know how things started here, you know, and mm. 
and you know you know billions of years ago and you know and there's there's even some hypotheses as to how it's a repeating pattern the universe grows and expands and expands and then grows to a certain point and then it all comes back together and explodes and starts all over mm-hmm. again it all comes together and explodes <laughs> over hundreds of billions of years and it's so hard for us to imagine that it's so hard for us to to digest in our brain we you know the space we have in our minds and our brains to think that something never had a beginning and never has an ending. How's it possible? Yeah. How's it possible right. something never to have a beginning? Always mm. there. And, and what I always yeah. think about in having this conversation with many as I've had my whole life practically is that even if at one time, before there was a star, you know, before nothing is something, so there can never really be nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. How would you describe, if you can describe nothing, emptiness well then there's something emptiness you're giving a meaning to what emptiness or to what nothing is there's a meaning to that there's a definition there's a visualization to nothingness so by its very definition it can't really exist so nothing can't be nothing because it's always something Hmm. Hmm. i think my brain just farted trying to think about Hmm. that one And so, so we, we, yeah, <laughs> I mean, many times you're here too, believe me. So, so what we do, what our species does, unlike any other species, because other species that existed on this planet since the beginning of this planet's involvement 4.8 billion years ago, our species has the ability to think and make decisions in, 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 in as being the most advanced mammal this, this planet has ever seen. And yeah. because of that, we can actually think about nothing being there forever and never having an ending. And then going deeper inside and saying, impossible. Something, there must be a higher power. Something must, must be responsible for this. But yeah. what, if, what, if, what if something isn't? What if, that, what if reaching out to the possibility that something must have created all this, some, some power, some greater power, because there's just no way it could happen or exist on its own. Well, what if what if that is wrong? And then the truth of the matter is that yes, it can exist. Nothing can exist on its own and have never have a beginning, never have an ending. But we can't comprehend that. So so we we are therefore yeah. defining the fact that something must have created it. There must be some higher power over and above our own species. Mm. Notice I didn't say our own minds, our own personas, our own personalities, our own being. I said our own yes. species. Yes. Greater than our own species, not than any one of us individually. Yeah, I think we're, right. we're, we're, as humanity, we're still very much in the baby stages, aren't we? We really oh, are yeah. understanding everything. I mean, even mm-hmm. science is still in its baby stages. It truly mm-hmm. is. And it's still mm-hmm. yet to, to discover so much and, and maybe contradict itself of everything it's learned. You never know. And um, mm-hmm. like you said, Andy, what you've just thrown out there is a very valid question. And, you know, they're, they're claiming that science is proving that there's some sort of consciousness out there due to what they've been discovering. But, I, you know... What what is consciousness? What do you class as consciousness? What what is it exactly? Um, is it intelligence? Is it is it just simply energy? Um, because we know they've, they've proved, I guess, within science that energy exists within absolutely everything. That so mm-hmm. we're made of energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, to think about that nothing that we talked about, if it just simply is energy, but what 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 is energy? How do we, what how do we break that down? You know? 
And You're, does that energy mm-hmm. have intelligence and, and what do you class as intelligence? And it can, it can go so deep. I love this. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, and and here's, and not to, you know, we're on Blog Talk Radio, and there's many, many programs on Blog Talk Radio that are all about prayer and religion and prayer and prayer, and that that gives, on an individual basis, no longer, you know, the species now individually, um, uh, some type of a hope and a security and, you know, something above me that's guiding me and taking care of me and us and humanity and all things good, Um, and, and we're in good hands, and there's something overlooked. Looking, uh, there's over, you know, and that, you know, where does that come from? We're, we're, well, because we have a finite ability within our brains to comprehend that, again, that there is that that we are part of an evolution of the universe. You know, well, that's yeah. that's yeah. who we what we are, and yeah. you know, I, I, you know, dinosaurs have existed. You know, dinosaurs existed 70, 80 million years ago, and they existed for 70 million, 60 to 70 million years. We have evidence of their existence, obviously. Um, and they inhabited this rock, this molten rock that spins at the equator, measured at 65,000 miles per hour, which is revolving around the sun at incredibly fast speeds. And the sun travels through the Milky Way galaxy at 450,000 miles an hour. Uh, and, and all the planets are revolving around this massive star with this incredible, incredible gravitational field as it travels at 450,000 miles an hour through the Milky Way galaxy. Woo. And and the distance from the one end of the Milky Way galaxy to the other end of the Milky Way galaxy is several hundred million light years. I mean, there, there is just, you know, the, the space and the infiniteness, the, the, the infinity of the galaxy. It's not, you know, it goes on for, for, for millions of light years, which is to say light traveling at 186,000 miles per second. Think, think of a mile. Wow. Think of 100 miles. Think of how long it takes you to drive your car 60 miles, 100 miles. You're going on a road trip. Hey, I'm driving across the United States. It's it's 2,480 miles from one coast to the other. Or, you know, or or depending where you go, one coast could be 2,700 miles, between 2,400 and 2,700 miles coast to coast. Now, imagine that. And it takes you, uh, you know, it stops overnight. Now, imagine traveling at 186,000 miles. In one second, <laughs> that is that is yeah. how fast light travels. Okay, now take that speed and take it into millions and millions of years to go from point A to point B at that speed. How big the universe and how big the galaxy is. Incredible. And when you look when you look up at night, when you look up at the stars at night, thinking that the, the the light that you see, and you go, wow, look at all the stars, wow, what is that? Is that a star or a planet? Wow, what is that up there? And you look at constellations, you say, isn't that Orion? Isn't that Big Dipper, Little Dipper? And when you look up at those stars, you're seeing light that was generated before you were born, and in most cases, before our species was ever formed on this planet. Imagine that uh, the light that you incredible. see. We look up at a light and we see the star. We think, wow, we're looking at that star right now. No, we're not. We're looking at the light that was emanated from that star millions of years ago or thousands of years ago (laughs) or hundreds of millions of years ago if you're looking through a telescope. Oh, that's just so incredible, right? I mean, that gets me all excited inside. Imagine, yes, you're looking at light that was created when dinosaurs walked upon the earth, when our species was not here yet. And we're seeing the light here. And it traveled at 186,000 miles per second to get here. Wow. Uh, that's now that I just freaked everybody out. 
Let's move on. Now. <laughs> oh, no, it's great. Such a great topic, yeah. 515-605-9888 <laughs> oh, is our number. We are not going to talk about religion because there's folks. I'm an atheist. You know, we, you know I'm, I'm, I'm not hiding that. I, I don't believe in the existence of any power that, uh, you know, I just don't, I, I, I've never had my family. I come from that family and I've got, a, you know, a family of, uh, not, not that anthropologists and scientists have to be at this because many of them are not, but many of them also study the evolution of mankind to know that we weren't put here. Adam and Eve were not the first person on this planet. It didn't happen. It never happened. It's a story. It's fictitious. You know, we did evolve and, and there are scientists who believe in God who also study that and also know that to be fact. Adam and Eve yeah. were not, it never happened. You know, so no, somebody didn't. Symbolic. That would be weird. Yeah. Were they supposedly brother and sister anyway? And wouldn't that be incest? And wouldn't couldn't they be couldn't well, they be yeah. prosecuted and, and, and put in jail for that? <laughs> you know, that thought went over in my mind so many times when I first learned about Adam and Eve. I thought, wow, that's incest right there. You know, incest. Um, and I know yeah. it, and, at their hearing, somebody said, "If the glove don't fit, you must acquit." No, that's not <laughs> <hearing>. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, just like that. If the gloves don't fit, you must have quit. Now. Now. <laughs> oh, that's great. Your Honor, isn't it true? No. Well, isn't it also true? What? I said, isn't it true? I, I said, no. And he said, isn't it also true? No. Anyway, um, but anyway, um, yes, yeah, so, so we evolved. That's a fact. We evolved, you know, and the, the, the earliest, the earliest sign of our involvement goes back 4.8 million years ago with the discovery wow. of Lucy, a 14-year-old girl who, who fell into a riverbank and her, her remains remained um, for 4.8 million years when it was, well, her remains were discovered by uh, Don Johansson and also, I might add, a team of my brother who was a very well-known anthropologist. I've invited him on the show. You might want to, yeah, he's yeah. very famous, actually. You can look up the name, and you'll see my brother because he also studies yeah. that. But that is not why I'm an atheist. That is I remember why. you telling me about your brother. He's, he's such yeah. a cool guy, but it's oh, great to have him on incredible. the show. Yeah, it would. Yeah. It would. Um, and we'll, we might get to that someday. I've talked to him about it. But anyway, um, and I'm not an expert. He, that's not my field of study. I, I became a pilot and a guitar player. Probably should have gone into something. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I love the movie fun. Lucy that was like, based on that story. Did you? Yeah. Did you ever see that movie? I thought it was really no. cool. No. no. Oh, I saw the documentary. Oh. I've seen many, many documentaries. I've I've seen Lucy in person, close up, and I've held wow. in my hands fossils from that era in my hands that my brother. Wow. Had, you know that. Yeah. Cool. I, I mean, you know that. Um, and there's so much history. There's so much piecing together of here's who we were through this many millions of years ago, and here's how we evolved into this, and here's how we evolved into that. And there's actual mm. physical evidence of that. There's physical evidence of our evolving as a species. It happened, we evolved. We were not magically put here. Aliens did yeah. not come down and plant us here. Some God didn't click their fingers and say, let the human race evolved in, in, the, in the image of himself. We, you know, first of all, dinosaurs were mammals, right? And they existed for 70 million years. And, and you know, I don't, again, I don't wanna get in religion. I gotta be careful that I don't, but uh, I, I wanna, um, you know, image of himself, or I don't know anything about religion, to be honest with you, but something about the creation of mankind and image of God. Well, you know, well, God, dinosaurs were here for 70 million years, and how do we know God is, in fact, not Barney the dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here with my friends. Welcome to my planet. It's so good to be here. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's good to be 
she said, well, my friends. Anyway, um, I will audition for that part next time if you could Barney again. They stopped making Barney, I think. Anyway, um, but, but you know, and I don't want to insult anybody because cause I know there's a lot of believers out there. And believe me, I have incredible respect for those that believe in some kind of higher power. I don't have I, – I say it as fact that there is no higher factor, factor, but for those that believe that there is – I commend you incredibly and have an amazing amount of respect for you and good for you. And if that provides whatever for you in your life and gets you through life in some cases and gives you something to, to relax and to rely and to lean on and give you power and give you a future and, and give you the, the ability to move your life from point A to point B, then wow, it must be wonderful to have it. I don't, but I, nonetheless, I'm very effective in my life. My family's very effective. My kids are incredibly effective and, and we do it with all because we believe in the incredible good of our species and who we are as as a species and the the potential of mankind we choose to do something because we choose to do it not because somebody decided for us you know and uh, um, I like that uh, I like that freedom in that I, I mm-hmm. as you know Andy I'm 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 a, I'm a believer in something I'm more yeah, on the on of the course. side of consciousness consciousness, oh, consciousness. itself you know exactly yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm, really I'm not a religious there. person um, I'm really, so you know, I, we we're, yeah. we probably in, in you know through, you know, we're probably on the same exact page we may have different definitions and different yeah. summaries of what that is but it's the same thing it's the universe the power of who we are the power of the space we exist the power of mankind um yeah you know in nature you know i mean the trees come and go forests burnt down and then you know why sometimes fires happen and we all oh, they needed to happen there's too many you know whatever that fires wouldn't existed if these many trees didn't somehow catch fire and now it's regenerating and you know boom 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 you know you know they say there's 25 species on this earth that expire every day Wow. I mean, living species, 25 per day. 25 per day. When you think about it, somewhere along the line, our species had to create the invisible man. Woo. We created our invisible man. He's real. I was going to say, you know, I've heard of invisible man's around. I've never actually seen him for myself, but um, I've heard he, yeah, he exists. He's there. He's there. There. <laughs> you know, and, and here's what's weird. There is something. There is some kind of kinesi, photo, memory, brain. You know, our brains. You know, I used to know this, but I, cause I used to have so much time studying this, not, not academically, but on my own, which is probably mm. more beneficial than studying academically because in academics you study for the test, you take the test, it's done, you graduate the class, you, you move on, and then you forget what that test was or what you studied. But when yeah. you study something, which you can do to the same point of having taken a university course in it and having a diploma in the subject, if you take it on yourself and want to study it because you choose to and want to and have a passion about it, there's no saying that you're you're no better off or no any more or less than somebody took a course on that same field in college. You just did it on your own without college credit. And that's you know you can do that, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I mean, I know I've spoken to many in my aviation career, knew enough of whom, as much of, about airspace and FARs, Federal Aviation Regulations, and airspace and airplanes and how they work and, and air, airmen's inform, you know, aeronautical information as a pilot who's highly degreed and advanced in flight hours and just somebody who just has such an enthusiast about airplanes. They've studied everything and know as much about the pilot, although they've never been in an airplane, right? So I'm using <laughs> yeah. that as a – right? So yeah. uh, – but anyway, um, getting back to what I was saying, the um, – uh, having you know this really studied the and 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 myself had had some experiences where where I would say like I remember 
one time I called, this is back when I was like 24, 25. I, I, I just, I forget what it, I even forget what it was. Damn. I think it was thinking of a color, but I had this incredible, amazing, strong sense of what I was thinking, like that I've never felt before. An amazingly strong okay. sense. So I picked up the phone. I called my girlfriend, Judy, who were, were still good friends. And I, I called her up. We were together for five years. We lived together back then. And I called her up. And I said, Jude, I'm thinking of something. What is it? You got to tell me, right? You, you wouldn't believe how strong this was. I said, what am I thinking? You got to tell me right now. What am I thinking? And she said, you're thinking of the color blue. And I was like, wow. yes. How did you know that? She said, I don't know how I knew it. I don't know how I knew. But I, we wow. were both so freaked out. Yeah. We were so freaked out. And then another time I was looking for a, a, the girl, a couple of girlfriends. Most of these things happen with me. My, my whole life is about girlfriends. Or you could say about sex. No. <laughs> I think uh-huh. Sometimes I try to make that distinction. Was it about sex or was it about girlfriends? I don't know. Anyway, um, so, uh, but so much of my life was like, you know, just the storyline of my life is, oh, the, I'm, a, I'm a hopeless, like, sentimental romantic. So all these old experiences I've had with girlfriends and things, whether short term or long term, just move my life from one step to the next to the next. It was all yeah. about being related, all about, all about being infatuated or in love or in severe like <laughs> or severe attraction. You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah. I remember one time my, my uh, girlfriend of mine from my teenage years, we'd write letters back and forth where she was traveling, sometimes like seven, ten-page letters. Just God knows what. We, I wish I still had some of them. But anyway, I was looking for a letter, and I couldn't find it in an envelope. I, I had a visualization of this flat manila envelope that this letter was in. And I couldn't find it. And I know my sister was in overnight camp at the time. And I had a feeling I had a, I, and I was for days, I had to find this letter. I couldn't find it for days and days. And I woke up one morning with a vision of this letter being in my sister's room in one of her drawers, third one down underneath whatever it was under. And as soon as I got out of bed, I went right into a room. I went three drawers down. I opened it up. I lifted the stuff. There was the envelope. And I was like, how did I have this so weird? How did you possibly know? And then, wow, realistically, I figured, okay, now I, I seriously never put it there. My sister never told me she ever had it or even looked at it or whatever. Now I'm thinking that it was a letter from her to my sister that I wasn't supposed to see. I'm trying to think now because they were friends too. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, Uh-oh. that's incredible. That's incredible. But anyway, um, so the crazy thing is, that I truthfully never put that envelope there. I never saw it there. My sister never told me she had it there. I had no way of knowing it was ever there. And, and I found it there. And then, uh, yeah, then I go into my own very skeptical thinking and believing of any of this stuff. You know, come on, come on. There's somehow, yeah. somehow you, you saw it, you put it, you saw your sister put it, or it may have been an envelope, not knowing what was in there, whatever. Somehow your your mind took a picture. Your eyes saw this envelope go there. You don't recall it. You don't have any memory of it, but you do. It, it happened and you saw it. And there's no other way to explain the fact that you knew that this envelope was in that drawer. And that's the, that's the, that's the what do you call it, the realistic, you know, the, okay, all right, that's probably what happened. Yes, yeah, of course. But we do I, have that logical psychic in. Logically, yeah. logical. But I have no memory I mean, I'm pretty good. You know, I, I have photographic memory. 
which yeah, might, and those, which which might also be because I when I recall things I see them like you'd see a movie in a movie theater. I, yeah. I can recite a page and see the commas and the punctuation, the spelling, the blurriness, the typos. I, I see it all. I could read you out of the page. In my, I look up to my forehead and I can flip the pages in a book and read right out of the book. Wow. Right out of the book. Wow. Yep. Weird. Weird. But anyway, and I, I've taken a lot of pictures of my life of things I just want to have a picture of. Can we talk? Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I can recall them like you would go through a photo album. I go through the pictures in my head like a photo album. Yeah. With, with, wow. the, with very explicit. No, explicit's the wrong word. With very oh, yeah. detailed. Oh, <laughs> Very detailed. Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, yeah. Very detailed <laughs> photos of things that I've taken, pictures I've taken. Yeah, I, almost like like a Polaroid. You need to take a picture of this. Okay, bam! I remember I looked down one time. I was in elementary school and I was walking along the, a little gravel road and I looked down at my sneakers, a little yellow piece of gum wrap or something, right next to my right foot. And for whatever reason, I must have been. 10 years old. And I said to myself, take a picture of that. I said, okay, boom. And to this day, I can recall it. I picked literally the picture that I saw when I was 10, still in my head. Like wow. a Polaroid. Like a Polaroid. You know, I've got, I've got three experiences that I can share with you that are uh, similar yeah, to yours. Hear. I mean, they're, they're three different stories, but okay. So, yeah, so let me there was hear. this one time I'm sat on the sofa with my, my ex and we're watching a movie. It's late in the evening. And I started to feel really sick in the stomach. I thought, where's this come from? I've not eaten yet. Maybe it's like I'm hunger. So this feeling starts to grow and I feel like I'm going to throw up. And all of a sudden mm. in my mind, my friend just pops into my mind that I haven't spoken to in a short time. And uh, I felt really compelled, like this real strong feeling to message her. And I said, are you okay? Just like that, are you okay? Mm. She said, no. How did you know? I said, uh... I don't know, you, you're, you, you kind of popped into my mind and I felt the need to message you and say, are you okay? She said, no, I feel like I want to throw up really bad. Mm. I was like, no. She's like, yes. I said, I'm sat here feeling physically sick and your name pops into my mind and I felt compelled to message you and she's like, that's, that's crazy. That's just crazy. So that was, that was one incident that, that blew us both away at that point. Mm. There was... Uh, talking about dream scenarios, I've had um, the dream a night before 9-11. And in this dream, I had left, um, I think, work at that point. And I was walking Mm -hmm. through town and I walked around the Mm -hmm. corner near this bank. And I stopped outside Virgin Megastores when they were still going. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I stopped and I was looking mm-hmm. in the window of this store and there was a big poster in the window that said, win three flights to America. And it had Virgin, you know, on the side of the, the airplanes. I thought, that's cool. And in the background, I remember this song playing called All Around the World by uh, an artist called Louise. Mm. She's a British singer. And um, so I, I, I'd left that location. I started to walk back. And as I turned this corner, there was a massive explosion behind me. And I heard everybody screaming and running. And I looked back and there was all this smoke everywhere and debris falling down. And then I woke up. So the next oh day I go into God. work. I know, right? I know. So the next day I go into work. And I bear in mind there's five hours difference between New York and here in the UK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I go into work. It's like 9 a.m. I'm sat there. I was working with my ex at the time. They were sat in front of me. We were having a, a coffee together and we were talking. And I just started staring into space. They said, you okay? I said, no. Mm, mm. There's going to be an explosion today. So they're like, what? Oh, my God. There's going to be an explosion today. And I just I, I stared Jeez. at them in, in the eyes. And I just felt really nervous for the rest of the day. They said, okay, well, look, you know, when we go out on our lunch break later, 
we'll be careful where we go. We'll just go to the small pub that's near the workplace and we'll, we'll go and have something there. And I'm like, that's great. That's perfect. Thank you. So being nervous, at this point, lunchtime comes, we go to the pub and we're sat there chatting. And so it, it gets to about two in the afternoon, which is approaching the time that the first plane hit the building in uh, mm. the, the Twin Towers. So the music is, is playing in the background. We've just finished our lunch. And uh, the song comes on, Louise, all around the world. And I stopped, and I looked at them, and I was like, wow. Mm. And they said, oh, you're looking pale. Are you all right? And I said, the, this song was in, in my dream. I started to remember the dream. And then the bar owner turned the music off and turned the TV on and showed the first plane had hit the Twin Towers. At that mm. point, my stomach churned, and I was just shaking because it seemed like everything was starting to make sense what I was seeing in my dream bear in mm. mind that there was there was three planes in total right if I remember correctly um, that ended up crashing into these buildings so I saw the three planes, three planes on the poster in the dream Jeez. so yeah so I, that really shook me up and I came home that day after, of course everybody was distraught after hearing that here and all oh, around the world mm-hmm. and so I got home and my parents were like you, you okay I said, no, mm. I'm shaking. I said, I, I, mm. I dreamt, I think I dreamt about this last night. And I just couldn't shift the feeling. It was just so intense. So that was the, the second kind of major thing that I had. The third one, um, what was it? Mm. I've lost it now. Oh, my goodness. It, it was a, Again, it was a dream. I'm sure it was a dream that I had. I can't Jeez. remember, Andy. It, 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 it yeah, but I get it. I, I get it. Here's, yeah. here's the Italian here's the that I... So, you know, the, that's what you're saying. And what I said about the, that envelope with the letter and, and also calling my girlfriend. And I think it happened one or two other times. Like you were saying, I can't think of it either. Weird things like that have happened, but not to the significance of what I described. This is two episodes in my entire life. This is two episodes. Um, and I got to thinking, you know, after, especially after that one where I called my girlfriend and said, you know, what am I thinking right now? I said, you're thinking about the color of blue. There's no possible way she could have ever known that. She, no. There's no, no possible. There's a billion things one could think about or say. I never had a yeah. conversation previous to that when I called her and yeah. said, hey, uh, I'm going to go paint something blue. Or, hey, I'm going to, you know, there's no conversation. There was nothing. Um, she could have said, you're thinking about the weather. You're thinking about your next flight. I don't know, whatever. Uh, but yeah. you're thinking about the color of blue. There's no possible way no way that you would have ever known that that's what I was thinking about. And um, so it gave me the thinking that maybe I or we had some kind of ability for some kind of, you know, extraterrestrial telepathic communication capability, you know, which, which, <laughs> yeah. which, which I, I don't know is not true. I don't know that it's true, but I don't know that it's not true either. You know, you, you might remember the theory way back when, um, when, when people say, oh, you know, they come up with these, you know, the ability to uh, well, levit, you know, use your hand and levitate and, you know, all this stuff, mm. you know, yeah. you know, all the things. And because theorists at the time said, well, you know, you only have, how many times we've heard this, you only use that 10% of your brain, but that's not yeah. true. You know, yeah. it's amazing when you think about the brain weighs all of what, three pounds, the average human brain is right around, not, not mine, mine's probably about a pound and a half, but the average brain is about <laughs> three pounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Judging by all those uh, pictures you store up there, Andy, I'm sure it weighs a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got, the pictures. I wish I had that. Anyway, no. But anyway, um, <laughs> but the, uh, you know, it, it, three pounds, right, of the average human brain, mm. but there's 100 billion, with a capital B, neurons. 
that carry information, right? So uh, there's about you know a, a very large percent of the populations that that of the of our species that believe that we only use a small fraction, ten percent or you know, whatever, somewhere around there of our brain. But yeah. that is in fact a myth, um, because what's what's happening is um, the the brain in, in its entirety is firing neurons millions and billions of them all the time to move yeah. to breathe to to think about something to play the piano or the violin to go swing a baseball bat or a golf club or a tennis club or have sex or yeah. eat or drink or anything you do anything you think about any any motion in your body any conversation you have with anybody it all comes from our brain that little three pound organ when you think about yeah. it, we, our brains are having conversations with each other right now. Our bodies are instruments of our brain, but it's our brains that are actually communicating. And every time we yeah. say a word, think about a word, do anything, neurons are firing, literally firing, bam, blessing up, boom, 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 millions, billions of them to make that activity happen. Whether it be saying the word the, I, my, before I said that word the, neurons fired in my brain that say, Andy, you're going to say, say the word the, and say the word the, and the word the came out. Millions of neurons fired in my brain to make that happen, yeah. and and there's, you know, when you think about it, what um, what neurologists do and in uh, in scientific you know researchers and studies they 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 do research and figure out well somebody who has a stroke or somebody who is somehow not uh, debilitated or, or or can't move or was affected by something that. Uh, prevents them from moving a hand, a finger, a, whatever the extremity might be, their, their foot, or they get an accident and, and can't move. Um, there's, there's, you know, the neurons might be firing the brain, but there's no connection between that neuron and that extremity. So therefore, the hand or finger or thumb, whatever it is, doesn't move. And can they, can they rechannel? Can they, can they change the pathway from the brain to that extremity to enable movement and to give that person a life back. Can that happen? And in many cases it can, the electric stim, physical therapy, occupational therapy, sometimes surgery. Um, what can we do to, to connect that highway in the human body to enable that to happen again? Okay, so that's yeah. all physiology and that's all physical and that's all medicine and again, physical therapy and blah, blah, blah. Um, but how about, when I say I'm thinking of the color blue and, make, and call somebody up 10 miles away and say, what am I thinking of? And they say, I'm thinking of the color blue. That has nothing to do with the pathways in my body. That's outside my body. Yeah. Yeah. How does We're that happen? Talking about the whole, whether it's a, yeah. a psychic connection or tele telepathy or whatever you want to call it. Um, mm -hmm. There was an experiment going back, and I forget the name of the experiment, where they mm -hmm. took um, this, these group of monkeys and they split them up into two different locations i think they're like two different islands away from each other they taught mm. the one the first set of monkeys how to eat a banana and they didn't do anything with the second um group of monkeys so what they did was they monitored them they wanted to see if there was a connection like a telepathic connection or mm -hmm. study consciousness to see if the other group of um monkeys were to follow suit and they did they learned to eat mm -hmm. these bananas after the first set started to learn and was, was actually taught how to do it. Mm -hmm. So it makes you wow. wonder that, you know, again, that some sort of consciousness there linking us all that that mm -hmm. helps us evolve as a species yeah. uh, or whatever species it is. Mm -hmm. I, I find that really, really fascinating, that experiment. And that's always stuck with me. And I was like, wow, you know, that's pretty cool. And I've just remembered what that third dream was, my darling. 
What? what, what I was what only I was only about ten years old at the time, and I'd I'd had a dream again the night before that I went to this location. It was kind of like a, a small town, and there was a, like a few shops on on the left, and there was uh, shops on the right opposite, and it was kind of like on a bit of a hilly road that led down to these fields. And uh, right next to one of the shops was this this bright red uh, post box that we have over here to post our mail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was very distinctive. The, the, the setting was very distinctive. Anyway, the next day, I didn't know nothing about this. My auntie um, calls up and said to my parents, oh, do you want to meet me at this, this cricket club? I'm going to have a drink here. It's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun. My parents are like, yeah, great. So somebody comes over to pick us up. And uh, we we travel there, and just before we hit this location, my stomach starts to turn, and I get this sense that I something feels familiar. We turn onto this road, and it's exactly the same setting that was in my dream, and I'd never ever been there before. And I said to my parents, "Have I been here before?" They said, "No, you've never been here, darling." Mm. I was like, mm. "Well, I just left it at that. I couldn't tell them. Oh, I dreamt I was here last night. You know, it was just it was just so bizarre. It's everything struck me. This location is like that's exactly what I saw." So, you know, mm. I've had lots of these little incidences in my life, even like knowing that my grand- grandmother was going to die um, before I turned seven. I knew like three months before wow. she passed. Yeah. Wow. And that she, is... nobody knew she was going to pass. So it was just like Jeez. one of those unusual things. She had a brain, brain, um, a blood clot in the brain. Okay. Yeah, and so she ended up, you know, yeah. going into a coma, and within Whoa. a week she was she was dead. So it was just like nobody knew or saw it coming. It was just uh, one of those sudden things. And uh, yeah, mm. so like three months before, she, I, and I remember thinking as that kid, I, when I had that sense, oh, my grandma mm. was going to die, and I was like, where is this coming from? Because you don't understand mm. at that age. Where is this coming from? I can't think like this. I'm going to kill her. That was that was my exact thoughts. I can't think about this. I'm going to. Wow. So I panicked for like three months to try not to think about it. And then when she did pass, um, apparently I went into shock and I didn't know I'd gone into shock. Mm. And I Mm. had this cough that lasted for about six weeks. And my mum took me to the doctors. I said, don't she's had this cough for six mm. weeks? And doctor's like, okay, let me check her out. He said, oh, I can't, can't see anything wrong with her. He said, um, has she experienced any kind of trauma recently? And mum said, yeah, she's just recently lost her grandmother. He said, how long ago? She said, about six weeks ago. He's like, it's, it's basically experiencing shock. So I think that that was a very traumatized situation for me because I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't know where this sense came from. And so since then, you know, I get these little inclinations, inclinations about things. I, I, always go back to that time when I was a kid thinking okay I can handle this much differently now I know that I didn't kill her it was one of those things that happened how I knew about it I don't know but mm. yeah it was incredible absolutely incredible Andy that's you know it's funny because we're sharing experiences um, that we both had in our lives I'm just this is just kind of interesting when I think about it we have over the you know, God, um, you know a couple months short of a year or so um, shared so many, we don't know each other. We've never met. Right. And, um, we've shared so many similarities in how we were raised in our background and how we think and, and things that have happened to both of us and, and been the same place in different ways, but in the same place at different times in our life. And, and we were together doing this radio show and we're sharing things now that have happened to both of us in the very similar way. Same, same thing that happened. In different, <laughs> yeah. But it just, <laughs> Now, you know, even think, how did you and I come to do the show? You know, and we were, we were yeah. so 
similar. Our backgrounds are so similar. Our thinking is so similar. Uh, you know, our, our, our philosophy of life and, and the injection of humor and ability to laugh and not, you know, all these things. I mean, a lot of people, okay, like to laugh, a lot of humor and stuff, but, but in a, on, a, on a deeper level than that, it's just really interesting. Like we can even use our own meeting on this show. We've never met. We're doing... You know, got hundreds of episodes now. You know, we, we were, early on we were five days a week. You know, um, and, and here we are. And somebody can say, "Well, God, well, the universe, well, you know." But incredible. I don't. I don't think it's no God. You know, it's there's nobody directed. You know, like like we're players on a chessboard, and somebody moved you A and moved me to B, and you know we are meeting each other. You know, I don't think that ever happened, nor could it. But there's something, some way somehow that we got to meet and that we're doing the show. And then the more we get to know each other just from the show and some conversations we've had on the phone, um, how, how incredibly tied our backgrounds are, not in terms of, you know, being together, yeah. we've never met, but in terms of, yeah. of life. And here we are doing incredible. this. Think it's incredible. It's incredible, isn't it? I know. I mean, it's really you know, whoa, it just, you know, food for thought. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's something else. You know, there was a study. It was published by a, is a magazine or a newsletter, a magazine called the Frontiers in Human Neuroscience, where the, where that, oh, we only use 10% or whatever it is, the human brain. That was all debunked. You know, it was, you know, it's, in fact, it, that we use, most of our brain all the time, even when we're resting or sleeping. Hmm. And the, um, there's no real, you know, where did this, oh, we only use 10% of our brain. Where'd that come from? Um, who knows, you know, who knows? I can look back. Yeah. If I did look it up, I would say probably really on some kind of written somewhere or some psychologist way back when said something and, you know, I don't really know. Or a, but, a teacher in school saying, I'm sorry, you failed yeah. this exam. You're only using 10% of your brain, sort of. Go, go, go learn that again. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, I could spin that off real quick because I, I can do that. Uh, let me just think. 10% human brain myth. Give me a second. Here we go. Got it. Uh, 1907, edition of, 1907 edition of the journal Science. That's what it's called. Science it was a journal in 1907. A psychologist and author, William James, argued that humans only use part of their mental resources. However, he did not specify a percentage. That's where it came from. I just took that up. That's, that's, those aren't my words. That's from this article. Okay. Well, so now we Okay. Huh. And then Dale Carnegie. I'm just looking on here. Dale, remember Dale Carnegie? He does these sales seminar things. Oh, you know, how does he use his sales experts? He goes around the we're dead, whatever. I, I think hmm. he died. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, you know, how to uh, win friends and influence people. Remember that? Uh, I can't say that I do, my darling. It was a very popular book for a while, but it uh, yeah, uh, it, it was described as something that um, you know. Again, we only use a little bit of our brains, and blah blah blah. And yeah. it's a belief among scientists that neurons make up about ten percent of the brain cells. This may have been contributed to that ten percent myth as well. So who knows? Right. Uh, okay. Knows? Okay. That's what, but yeah. It's also fascinating. It really is. It, it, it truly is, and. Uh, yeah, it, it really, really is. It's, um, <laughs> it, yeah, it really, it really, really is. It, 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 it really, really is. <laughs> mm -hmm. The human element has been removed. Okay, now, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. I promised the American people to help us on the way. 
It is. Oh, that's, I mean, you hear about all these experiences, don't you, as well, where people have had accidents and they never had any mm-hmm. kind of weird experience in their life before. And then once they've had an accident or a serious illness, come out of surgery or near death experience and then they come back and it's like I suddenly have this ability to experience this or hear this or see this and it's just that that blows me away too it's fascinating it does. stuff mm. yeah but there's all sorts of hypotheses and rumors of and course uh, yeah. I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets yeah no there are many of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> many many of them many of them um, but anyway it's yeah. interesting interesting food for thought only on the Andy and Amanda show. Again, folks, our number is 515-605-9888. Um, I, I, this show, again, happened cra- this week kind of crazy. And, you know, we, we won't be doing a live Friday show because I am Thursday and Friday. I'm doing a uh, TV commercial. Which is awesome. <laughs> which is cool. And before we did this show, before the show ever happened, I was busy doing acting work and also with a music career. And that was my full-time gig. And then in between that, uh, having a passion for sailing and boats. So uh, it was pretty cool, you know. And um, then then COVID, of course, came and disrupted my life as it did for millions and millions of others. Um, and the show came uh, as a result of, of that. If it weren't for COVID, we wouldn't be doing a show, and I probably would have done 20 or 30 more movies or TV shows and definitely more concerts throughout the year, which everything came to a stop. And I'm so excited right now um, that I've been um, casted uh, to do this uh, TV commercial for uh, all day Thursday and hopefully not all day Friday. I can't see them going two days. You never know. Uh, wow. I've spent, I've spent doing popular TV shows. I've spent uh, on set. 12 to 15 hours on set doing a scene mm. in a TV show that when you watch the show lasts three or four minutes of that, five minutes maybe. Wow. Maybe five minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's I spent amazing. four hours in a bar, hot as hell, doing a scene for a TV show that was one line that the actor couldn't get out of his mouth right. And he kept him reshoot and reshoot and retake and retake and retake. Three or four hours we were there. It was hot as hell. It was a little bar. It was a wake. You know, it was a coffin up front, you know, and somebody died. And this, this uh, guy who was a uh, man and his girlfriend for not spending time with them busted into the bar not knowing it was a wake. And, uh, and she tells him, I forget his name on the show, um, this is a funeral or whatever. And he's supposed to say, I'm sorry for your loss. That was the line. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. He couldn't fucking say it. I was like, give me the fucking camera. I'll say it for God's I'll say it, God damn it. I'm sorry wow. for your loss, okay? Done. Move on. Everybody's dismissed. That's a wrap. I wonder why you couldn't say it. That's just, because that, it seems so I, simple, right? I, there's always a script supervisor on set, and the script supervisor makes sure that you that the actor says the words as they're written in the script, unless the director yeah. says allows deviation thereof. Um, yeah. And sometimes after a take that's even good, and they have they have to redo the the uh, the I'm redo. They do it from another angle. They do another take for whatever reasons, you know, and try another lighting or something. And the script supervisor comes up to the actor and says, "Oh, listen, it's not it's not uh, uh, her or, the, or that it's they or you know something insignificant. It's it's you know whatever. Or you're supposed to take a pause between this word and that word. And the actor acknowledges that. Okay, got it, got it. You know, and but that's not why they did the break. But while they're doing the break, the script supervisor comes up and so by the way it's not the it's that or it's not you know something in something small like that and that happens quite a bit right. but what i always wonder because i never had i've been to tv shows where to my benefit it was improv in other words here's the scene here's what your character does here's kind of the intro to the scene in terms of the script feel 
then you take it from point A to point B, improv, you know, and, and, and let the actors really develop their characters by really understanding who their characters were in depth and really understanding the storyline, what happens in that scene, how, what is the importance of integrating that scene into the whole story, and then letting the actors improv. You know, we're not going to give you a script, I and mean, we have a script. Hopefully we don't have to use it because you guys are that talented. That's why we picked you. <clears throat> anyway, no. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to let you uh, improv um, the scene. Just, you know, here's what we've got to get to. Go go ahead, take it. You know, and, and in some cases, you know, they lo- and, and so, sometimes you can really, you can make a whole lot of people laugh. And sometimes to the point where they've got to yell cut because everybody started laughing. <laughs> you know, you know we can't, come on, you know. Um, but that, I've had uh, longer dialogues in, in TV pilots where that was the case. I've never had a dialogue. Why would they pick me? You know, maybe someday. I'm not really, I might look forward to being, I'm not an actor. It's not what I do in in my life, but you know, it would be cool if I got picked for some kind of acting part where I actually had like pages of of dialogue to, to understand. But I've never had to like memorize like a whole monologue. And I've always wondered, you know, when you see a movie or TV show, even though even though five minute scenes are whole day or whole day shoots, right? So when you figure it, yeah. thirty minute TV show is only twenty minutes or eighteen to twenty minutes of actual show. The rest is commercial. So eighteen to twenty minutes, how much of that is actually one person say? Let's say it's eight or ten minutes of dialogue, you know, something or five minutes, whatever it is. Yeah, I I, I don't know if I can memorize the script to be able to do that. You know, and oh, I know what happened yeah. one time. I don't know how we're getting to this, but this 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 was one time I did this scene hmm. where I spent at home studying the script, pacing back and forth over and over and over and over and over again, over it, forgetting, like going two lines into it, saying, "God damn it, I can't think of the fifth word in the fucking thing." I just memorized two three sentences, and I can't go beyond the fifth word of the first sentence. Come wow. on. Do this, yeah. you know, do this, you know, and then yeah. finally I do it and I get to set and the script was so ingrained in my head that I was able to actually come out there. They were my own real words. And I guess that's what acting is. Yeah. You see, I'm, wow. I, I have no, I, I don't want to be an act. I, I've never wanted to be an actor. So, so to me, the whole thing was like a fly on the wall process. Wow. This is how it works. You, you, the yeah. script is so ingrained that the script actually becomes your own words and therefore you can do it so convincingly and so effectively because they are in fact your own words even though they're written for you. Wow. Acting is very cool. Acting is very it cool. It is. It is really, really cool. I admire the art, definitely. Yeah, you have to have a lot of patience and a lot of training. And not, not, you know, there are a lot of very successful actors that have never really had much training. They, yeah, I think some people just have that natural flair for it, don't they? They take yeah. to it like a duck, duck to water and I think... Yeah. That's incredible. I'm saying with people with you know, musicians or whatever and, and singers. Yeah. They've just naturally got that gift there and I think that's amazing. Yeah, you um, know, it's, you know, I did that show uh Friday, last Friday, I might be doing another one Saturday. I'm not sure yet, but I might be doing the same venue Saturday with the same band. But anyway, um Wow. Friday I realized this because it was a like fifteen months before I'd played out. I went 50, I've been doing this 28 years and mm. I've never been slow. It's not like I played every day for, you know, times. I've went weeks without a show, but I always, my schedule was always filled for 28 years was always filled with the next gig, with the next show, with the next tour, with the next schedule of shows. Right. Always. Yeah. For 28 years. I'd never look at my schedule for 15 months. My schedule was blank. Not one show. First time in 28 years, I was able to look at the calendar and not see a damn thing on it. Nothing. 
28 years. Wow. Right? So what happened Friday when I went out and played with this band? I realized that I am more comfortable on stage than I am in real life. Wow, that's amazing. I'm much more comfortable in front of an audience, on stage, doing what I do, make, hopefully making a difference with my guitar. Even even chanting, chanting, <laughs> <laughs> chanting, we have a caller, I'll take your call in just a minute, excuse me, but, but being on stage um, was more comfortable for me than, um, than being, you know, in, in real life. And I realized, oh my yeah. God, do I miss this? Hmm. Aww. You know what I mean? That's a beautiful feeling. Yeah. You know when you you find your place, it's like, yeah, that, that, it feels really great. Oh, that's that's amazing, Andy. I just yes. uh, found something about um, mixing the uh, COVID vaccinations uh, increases mm-hmm. side effects, apparently. Uh-oh. They're saying, yeah, they're saying that the if you have two of the same... It's a lower rate of side effects, but mixing the AstraZeneca and the Pfizer together in one specific order is slightly oh, no. less. And if you reverse that order them? the opposite way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. It, we have, we have, I don't want to get back to that, but we have a caller. Lisa is on the line from North Carolina, the great state of North Carolina. Lisa, welcome to the Andy and Amanda show. Lisa. Hi, Amanda. How are you? I'm oh, good, darling. How are you? <laughs> Andy, this is my this is my buddy Lisa. Hey buddy Lisa. Hey buddy Lisa. In the UK. What's that, darling? The 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 connection broke up a little. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I figured I just got back from the store, so I give you a call. Oh, thank you. You've been you've been enjoying the show. You've been listening to the show. Just a few minutes, because like I said, I just got back. I said, let me turn yeah. it on and see what you got up to. I know uh, I was telling Andy uh, when I called in that you're talking about using ten percent of your brain, and I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, know, you know, Lisa. Actually, I've been accused of of only having ten percent of the normal brain in my, my life. You know, but uh, you know, so. I, <laughs> Andy, you got no brains whatsoever. Where are your brains? Mm-mm-mm. I have even less than that. Don't worry, Andy. <laughs> well, you and me both, Lisa. I have, I, I have 5% on a good day. Oh, you put yourself down so easily. Oh, I don't oh. think what my percentage is. You know, maybe I'll go find oh, out man. one day. Well, you're, maybe you've I'm got more than both of us combined, I'm, I'm sure. You know, I don't oh, know. No, it's, it's, no, no, no. Amanda's a very, very bright, capable, incredibly insightful, articulate, talented, amazing uh, person. Even I've never met oh, her, but I know this to be true. You yes. flatter me. And, uh, don't you, and I'm glad to have her as a co-host. Hey, Lisa, uh, uh, North Carolina, yeah. uh, you've been to the Outer Banks, eh? No, I'm actually getting ready to go to Wilmington uh, for my birthday the first week in June. I've oh, never no. been to the Outer Banks. I've been to Wilmington. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never been to the Outer Banks. I heard it's a beautiful part of it. Have you ever been, uh, not South Carolina, but have you ever been to Myrtle Beach? Yes, I'm not a big Myrtle Beach fan. I love Savannah, though. Savannah, Georgia? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've oh, spent many goodness. time in Savannah. Yeah, yeah, Myrtle Beach is too lies for me. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that, but I've been, but I would much prefer either Wilmington out here in North Carolina or Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. yeah that's that's awesome. I, it's 
Sorry, going on. Very, going on, very, very pretty geography where you, where you are situated in North Carolina. I've been through it many yeah. times. Yeah. I'm actually in the middle of the state. I'm near uh, Greensboro, High Point area. Yep. You know, it's like yep. way between the mountains and halfway between the beach. Oh, so I'm yeah. Kind of right in the middle. Between That's Asheville beautiful. and. Oh, Asheville is yeah. another great area. Asheville, Smoky Mountains. It's a beautiful part of the country. Yes, most definitely. I've been to Gatlinburg several times. I've been to yeah. Western North Carolina. It's beautiful out there in the mountains, uh, the Smoky Mountains. It is. Yeah. It is. Got both here uh, in Carolina. Well, the pictures you sent me, Lisa, as well, it's been, uh, over the years, it's been absolutely uh, gorgeous seeing all the, the setting out there, definitely. Um, the pictures you sent me when you went to Savannah as well, just incredible. I've never been, but definitely one. It's on my bucket list to do, definitely. Well, you know I call it Mini you know, you know the reasons for that. <laughs> it's Mini England. I do. In, in, <laughs> you know. So. I know. Andy, Andy doesn't know that we're very good friends, and I actually went to England and met Mandy. Well, Amanda. I call her Mandy. Really? I met Amanda. Yeah, really? Yeah. Uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, really. Wow. Really Wow, <laughs> we have never met. We we have never met. Then you've been through London, then. I've been to London and I've been to Cheltenham, which is where she's from. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I went out there and visited her like six years ago. Uh, wow, we had a real yeah beautiful country out there. Uh, yeah, beautiful. I mean, England is just. <laughs> what can I say about England, Amanda? You know me. Uh, I do know you, a huge fan. <laughs> wow. Always talking about our yeah. British accent as well. And, uh... Hey. Hello. Hey. Hey, all right, Garth. Hey. Yes, I, I always expect everybody to be like talking like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or Mary Poppins, you know, you go to London. And... <laughs> Please, sir. Accent. Yeah. I want some more. What? Please, sir. <laughs> well, some of the accents. You know, just like America, you got. I'm from New York, as you can tell. So you got different accents here, just like in in England. So uh, it's interesting. Mandy's got to me a very refined accent. She's very. Uh, I love her accent. Oh, thank you. So do I. It's very sexy. I think it's very sexy. Oh my goodness, guys. <laughs> Next. I am Dracula, and I welcome you to my house. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> I gotta say, buddy, you really surprised yeah. me. I apologize for not being here to greet you personally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it was four o'clock when I got home, and I said, let me give them a quick call, see if they're still on the air. So oh, bless you. Yeah, Lisa tends to listen in a lot, uh, Andy. She listens to our shows quite a lot. Oh, great. And giving great feedback. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Every day, if I can, I'm out doing errands, but uh, if I'm at home, I definitely, I just got back, so I said, let me put it on and catch the last half of it. No, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. You know, and you know what they say, you know. You, you made you know, three and a half million dollars. Let's talk about that. You <laughs> <laughs> <Me> too. Wait. <laughs> if I made three and a half million dollars, Andy, I wouldn't be on the phone with you guys. <laughs> you're, you're you, you, you know, here's, here's how I've got. Here's how I've gotten by. I've, I've been. Uh, you got to pick up on the Oh, that's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder. <laughs> Maybe I should take that on. Mm. No, that, that's not a good idea. No. Mm -hmm. 
but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, oh I, 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 I see, I'm lost for words now. At least you really caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was going to text you and give you a warning, but I said, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> then she's going to be expecting me, and then she'll have some feedback for real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Lisa, okay, let me ask you a question, darling. On a, on a yes. scale of, I mean, this is putting you on the spot, but on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you, how would you rate our show for, like, diversity and humor and stuff like that? Uh-oh. Definitely a 10. Oh, Definitely really? a 10. Yes. I love you guys and the humor. Andy is, just cracks me up half the time. I know, know. He's always telling me that, Andy. Always telling me that. He knows exactly what he's doing. But I would add this. He knows what he is doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I would not say that. <laughs> oh, no, he does. He does. He really does. <laughs> I also happen to call him a lightweight, okay? And yes, I have said like that. It. So I would like to take that back. He's really not that much of a lightweight. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we could do it without Donald Trump, but we won't go down that road. No, we won't. No. No. <laughs> well, you've heard all the Trump clips we play. Yeah. I, I, I love the clips, Lisa. I truly, we have so much fun, don't we, Andy, with those? I mean, oh, uh, I don't oh know my. if you caught our last show, but we were just laughing so much oh towards the end of our last show. It oh was hilarious. God. It really was Oh, my funny. God. Yeah. <laughs> we have mm-hmm. these clips playing, and uh, put it this way, we, we couldn't hold back the laughter. We were trying to listen to them, but we were just laughing over it. It was just so funny. <laughs> God. Oh, yeah, you know what I love? I love the one, and we even played again because you know, remember, you know, because oh, I was, I was telling you earlier the uh, this these shows are scheduled in advance, obviously, and we you know we, and we were able to connect, but and I scheduled the shows on the Blog Talk Radio platform, in which we are members yeah. and subscribe, and that's how we're able to do the show, right? And we have ten phone lines and a whole you know board like an, any normal radio broadcast station would. We have the same capability here, almost, almost like over ninety percent of the same capability, I'd say, of any radio station talk show. Um, but I have to schedule the shows and schedule the show. However, like you texted me or WhatsApp me before the show and said, "Hey, I got the invite, but for the previous day, I put the wrong date in when I scheduled the show, and that's why." <laughs> So I went to go, you know, I'm, I'm preparing audio clips. I'm doing things. And I figure I got time there. Okay. Go to, go to the episode. So I know where to download the clips too. And then I realized yeah. there was no, there was no episode scheduled for today. This is just right before <laughs> we went on. Yeah. And then I said, wait, I, I distinctly remember scheduling this show. I did. I went in, I put the, you know, the, the, what we're going to talk about and the Indian Manor show, blah, blah, blah. And then it, I, I said, wait a minute. I, I did that. And then I looked I did it for the wrong day. I'm like, oh man, no. And then I had, well, we're running around, schedule this show real quick. And that's, and when you do that, Blog Talk Radio doesn't have much time uh, to advance, publicize, and put the show on schedule and so forth. And therefore, listeners and callers and stuff are greatly reduced because of my own, you know, lack of ability. So, uh, <laughs> silly. so these things happen. <laughs> so, so most of the listeners on this show are going to be those, and we have many of them, thousands of them, that are going to be hearing the show not as a live broadcast and not having the ability to call in 515-605-9888 and get on the show, but rather to hear the show as a pre-recorded radio show, and that's how most are going to hear it. Now, given that, and there's also a whole ton of new listeners every time, you know, we always have new listeners. I think I told yeah. you we have a whole new country that came aboard. New Zealand is now listening. Yes. And, and the yeah, population in Germany is way up, you know, so all around the world. So given that, the question is, 
should we play, and I hate to keep playing the same things over and over again, but sometimes things are so funny. Um, should we play uh, the clip of Boris Badenov? <laughs> What's his name? For? <laughs> yes, we should. What is Bor- Boris? <laughs> Don't- I'm going to let you work this one out. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Boris, uh, wait, me Boris. My fingers away from no, wait. Goddamn. No, wait. It's Boris. Oh. I think it's back. Keep away. Oh. <laughs> I am. Um, Boris. Boris. Andy. Yeltsin. Not Yeltsin. Who's, who's Yeltsin? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Who's Yeltsin? He's a famous somebody from somewhere. Uh, uh-oh. Here we go again. Here we go again. The human element has been removed. Obviously. Oh. You know. <laughs> What's that about 10% of the brain? Boris oh. Johnson. Boris yes. Johnson. Yes. I really well, do know these got there. but I've got so much in front of me that I, that I have to kind of focus and think and, you know, just be reminded that... Um, Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes I have to ask my... I'm Julia Child. Mm. Oh, really? You asked yourself that question? <laughs> good for anyway, you, I'd say. Good for you. Yeah. We have we have a clip um, which I got to find, but we have a clip um, that is that is pretty funny, and it's of the you call him the prime minister or the president, the the prime minister, prime right? Minister. Yeah. 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 Um, saying, so, what do you think of our prime minister? No comment. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Yeah, Andy. <laughs> you were saying. <laughs> I'm going to leave that for the next show, Andy. Yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> I'm going to leave that for the next show, Andy. About next Boris show. Johnson. Uh, yeah, next show. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, Boris, uh, tell the guy to comb his hair, would you? Tell Boris to comb his hair. Oh, you I'm know, wondering. I've tried I've tried this. You know, I think he loves the flyaway look. I don't know why. Or maybe he just gets out of bed and thinks, yeah, oh, this is pretty cool. I'll leave it like that. I don't know. But, um, mm. yeah, his, his, his hair has been a frustration, I'm sure, of many people's um, frustration. So, yeah. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think him and Don will go to the same hairdresser. Well, oh, my God. You know, there are a lot of people who were quite often comparing the two back in the day, saying he was uh, another Donald Trump, the UK's version of Donald Trump. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, I can see why people think that. But I'm not blaming anybody afraid. for that. No, mm-hmm. not really. <laughs> no, but they they do you know they do share that. I think Donald Trump and Boris Johnson both do. That have view is the right one. Thank you. They do. Uh, they, they do have the same uh, hair, uh, Silas, I think. You know, listen, yes. um, we have, um, you know, there's some news here which we need to, to, to discuss here on the show because we can't let any show go by without addressing some of the issues which have uh, surfaced or come to the uh, forefront in national attention. Now, and before I say what that news is, I want to remind everybody a couple things. Last April, April of 2020, I made a prediction that Joe Biden was going to win the presidential election 
and get an electoral college victory of 305 electoral college votes to, to, to the low 200s that Donald Trump, I forget the number, but I said the number at the time. Um, mm, and I yeah. was right on. I also said at the time that uh, Biden was going to win the presidential election, not only uh, in, a, in Trump's words, a landslide, because uh, Trump also had 305 electoral votes in 2016. He called it a landslide. Yeah. So we can use the same definition that he lost by landslide, because in this case, Biden got the 305. Okay, put that aside. Also made the prediction that uh, Trump would lose the popular vote by 5 million when, in fact, he lost it by close to 8 million. So way off there, but right on the electoral vote. So I'm kind of, you know, on a, on a track here, right? Um, I made a couple other news predictions, too, that happened. And uh, and I think we're ready for another prediction. And this is not NBC News making a prediction. This is not CNN. This is not Newsmax. This is not Fox News. This is the Andy Amanda show. If you remember, Amanda... A couple of months ago, at least a couple of months ago now, I said oh, okay. that as summer, as summer approaches or early summer yeah. or as summer approaches somewhere in there, somewhere in that yeah. time frame, I'm, you know, broad parameters, broad parameters, Donald yeah. Trump's going to be indicted for, for, uh, for felony. Donald Trump's going to be indicted. Right? Yes. I yes. Do you remember me saying that. I said that. I will. Yeah. And... Um, there was at the, we've also talked many many times you know we, we, again we don't you know we've said this all the time too we don't we're not a news organization here we comment on what what the headlines are we don't make the headlines except um, about our own show <laughs> and, and um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but but we certainly do not we do not we're not a news reporting organization obviously and we make that clear that we we comment we provide insights we share opinions but we don't report the news the news is what it is and we comment on the headlines whether they be real headlines or fake headlines anyway um, yeah. So what's happening now is that um, the civil investigation, which was uh, being conducted by Cyrus Vance Jr., the U.S. attorney of New York and the attorney general of New York, Trump was uh, under civil uh, investigation. Uh, why or his organization was of which he is the president of or was and now he is again I assume um, but he was president during this time. He was under investigation for doing two things. A he had a business and has a business, the Trump Organization, um, that yeah. develops real estate all over the world. And yeah. it's not uh, uncommon for real estate developers to go to loan institutions, namely banks and financial institutions, to get loans to capitalize their real estate developments. And then they, you know, they have the whole projection, the five-year analysis. Here's the projections. Here's the cash flow statements of what we predict. And here's also uh, where we are and where we've been in our business to justify this loan. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It's in that company's business to make that look as good as it possibly can based on real numbers, though. Based right. on real numbers. Yep. You, it yep. is illegal. It is a felony. And, and with the last paragraph, when you sign for a business loan, all this application, pages and pages and pages of financials and things you've got to include and blah, blah, blah. And there's a big paragraph. Usually it's in a small, fine print, but it's a big paragraph right before the signatures of the applicant who's responsible for this loan that says that you attest that everything you're putting there is true. And you have to acknowledge that if, if you said anything that is not true, it is a felony. You, it's yeah. against the law to lie, to lie when applying to a bank, which is FDIC, federal insured, insured by the federal government, by taxpayers. If we're going to give you this money, then you have to attest to what you're saying in this application is true. If it is not true, and we're found that it was true, or if we're found down the road after we give you this loan that it wasn't true, you're going to jail. Because we're going to yeah. prosecute you in the full existence of law. Okay. The Trump yeah. – okay. Trump did that many, many times. Most businesses do. Okay, he did that, right? But at the yep. same time, and later determined, thanks to his former attorney and close confidant and legal advisor, Michael Cohen, 
It was also found, of course, when a business goes to the IRS or whatever that tax collection authority is in the UK, I'm sure it's equivalent, you mm-hmm. you cannot, you, you know, there's all sorts of loopholes and I've owned businesses. This is a business, you know, our show is a business and the expenses that we, uh, that we take on in this doing a show, we're going to write off and legally and legitimately so. And it reduces the tax yeah. obligation of the owners of the business. Okay, hey, yeah, that's legal. There's nothing wrong with that, all right? However, you cannot, you cannot lie and take losses that didn't happen while at the same time go to the bank and say how much you made, not how much you lost, but then you go to the IRS and say, well, we lost all this. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Right, yeah. It is, and he hasn't been indicted, so I can't say or nobody can say that this happened, but it looks like it happened, and that's what they're investigating, whether it happened or right. not. And there's evidently, okay. there's enough evidence to say that it happened. They're wow. both felonies. They're both felonies. Wow. So They're then justice needs to be brought, brought forward and, and, you know, you can't get away with that, that, that bullshit. I mean, it's just, he, he can't. And, and the attorney general in New York now brings to bear a very broad criminal statute. And it's very broad. You, simply, you can't lie to the IRS when you're doing your taxes. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't claim that you lost all this money. In fact, you didn't. You hid it. You wrote it off illegally. Then at the same time, you go to the to bank and tell them how how great you are and how much you made. They're bel- yeah. felonies, yeah. and they are punishable by federal criminal statutes. And the, and the question is, will we see? And I've got this visualization in my head. Remember, we're talking about you know visualizations and weird things happening. Absolutely, will we yes. see? Donald Trump being led out of his New Jersey now at his resort there. He moved from Florida to New Jersey for the summer. Will we see him ever being let out? Maybe, maybe because he's a former president, not in handcuffs, but in handcuffs, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's uh, that certainly would be interesting to to, to witness. I'm sure many people would be rejoicing at that sight, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be I'll be lying in the street when that happens. You and me both <laughs> with confetti. With confetti. I'm gonna be riding up there in my Tesla. Banners <laughs> 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 waving, celebrating, guitar coming out. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you have a Tesla. You have a Tesla. No, I have a Toyota. No, I was just joking because I know you always talk about your Tesla there. Oh, I was excited for a second. Yeah. I was excited for a second. <laughs> I don't have a Tesla, because but I see once in a while. You don't see them as much here in North Carolina, probably as you see yeah. in California. Yeah. You know, once in a while I see one out here. Uh, but, yeah, Donald Trump, in my feeling, he should be, he's not above the law. I don't care mm-hmm. who he is. You're not above the law. You know, right. so you have like you said, if you and I did that, we'd be let out tomorrow. You oh, know, yeah. No I, I, at least I yeah. have a question for you. And, of course, it's all a matter of opinion and, and uh, subject, you know, we know that. But because uh, I was talking about before we went on the air, I was having a conversation with somebody this morning that, um, you know, is, is very, very possible and quite probable that, that Donald Trump's going to be indicted. I, I could be wrong. Hey, you know, I'm just I'm just thinking from everything I've seen, read, looked into, uh, you know, he hasn't been indicted yet. Um, what, how is it? What what is the mechanism? What is the psychology for the small population? And it is small, although they have loud voices, so it appears to be big. That has a small percentage of the population totally engulfed in Trumpism. It doesn't matter what he does, what he says, 
what criminal activity and, and he is and those around him have been all needed lawyers and been indicted and, and pleaded guilty him himself. But it doesn't matter what he does. Trump, 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 Trump. What is it? Why is it? Can you know? What do you think? I don't know. That's question. I know a lot of Trump fans. I live in the South, you know, mm-hmm. and oh, I think it's brainwashing. I, I just got my yeah. own opinions on that. I agree uh, with you. I don't under, and these are just really middle class, lower middle class people that don't have a lot of money, and mm-hmm. they're like yeah. fans. And I'm like, they don't even know what Trump's about. Remember, I grew up in New York. We won't even mm-hmm. go into that. Which oh, all right. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I tell people out in the south, and they're like, really? I'm like, yes, yeah, really. Now would you vote for him? You know, mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. know. They believe what's being said on the TV or the news. You know, of course, you yeah, remember, I, I, I remember Trump uh, in 2016 campaign said at a, behind a podium in a campaign speech that, that he could walk, he could shoot somebody walking down the street in broad daylight on Fifth Avenue and he still would get away with it. He said he said that. He wow. Said that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I don't think he's going to get away with it this time. I don't think he's going to. How many people over the years in real estate in New York City did he rip off? I mean, he owns yeah. half of Manhattan, you know, so... Yeah. You know, it's just ridiculous. And people don't know that. A lot of people, I'm not saying outside of New York, but certainly here mm-hmm. in the South, you know, and, uh, you know, it goes back to the 60s and 70s and, and beyond. Yeah. And up to, you know, it's not just yesterday that, you know, all of this has been mm-hmm. going on. It's been going 30, 40 years. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and then we have we have Matt Gates, Republican congressman from Florida, who is being, uh, you know, he's being investigated for, uh, get it right this time, last time I said traffic violations, uh, for sex trafficking, not traffic violations, I want to be clear, not for parking tickets, um, for having sex with a minor, namely somebody 17 years old, taking that minor across state lines and paying a minor for sex. And he's being investigated for these things. And and his uh, very close colleague of his, a former tax uh, collector, um, Goldberg is his name. I forget. I don't have it in front of me. But anyway, uh, pleaded guilty and is um, and is very closely and, and as part of his plea gar- bargain is he has uh, he knows a whole lot of people that are involved in the same activity that he uh, pleaded guilty for and will probably serve you know much much many years ahead in jail um, mm. and will try to uh, alleviate uh, the heaviness of some of those years by cooperating with federal authorities and therefore they are uh, postponing his sentencing is you know pretty far out to give him all the opportunity and make sure they have everything they need from him and then they'll consider all that when they finally sentence him um, and again he pleaded guilty and took a plea bargain and and is going to name some names of people who are also involved in the same activities that he was, which is uh, paying uh, minors thousands of dollars for sex and transporting minors um, across state lines and uh, providing other benefits to minors for sexual activity and um, and also you know prostitution and blah blah blah. So um, the interesting thing is is two things. Uh, and this is true. Gates has been, we've seen his name in the news, we've seen his name everywhere, he's been on every news channel, every newspaper magazine. He, in, in all fairness to his defense, he has never, ever, ever been indicted. He's simply being investigated for these charges. And the way they're dragging, now, not to say I've, we all have personal feelings, you know, we can always conclude what they're saying. How do we know what they're saying? Only because what we read and see in the news. In his defense, yeah. and this is not has anything to do with how I feel about whether he had done any of this or not. I'm not 
commenting on that. But in his defense, he's never been indicted. He's never been charged. He's, there's been no witnesses have come forward that have said he did A, B, C, and D. This, there's been talk about, oh, the 17-year-old came across. Now she's not 17 anymore, blah, blah, blah. Not about him, but about the guy who pleaded guilty. Yes, she's come up and said yes, 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 but not about Gates. He has never been indicted for anything. And he's being dragged through the press and through the papers as some kind of, you know, sex predator when nothing's ever been. Can't, can't we wait until he's been charged? Will he be charged? I bet he will be. Anyway, can't we wait <laughs> <laughs> until that happens before we? Are, what happened to being innocent before proving guilty? This other guy proved, pleaded, you know, guilty, and he's taking a plea garden. Okay, bam, we comment all we want. But Gates yeah. has never been in, indicted for anything. And what if? What if he? Uh, okay, I'm not. Uh, you can assume and have opinions conjured up based on what you've heard and read, but it doesn't mean it's true. It doesn't mean it's true. But based on that, you could formulate your own opinion or everybody's entitled to do that. Of course, of course. But we have no evidence that he ever did any of these things, but we're dragging him through the press as though he did. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah. I, I you know, so, uh, you know, first of all, Gates has become, a, and we talked the last show, a staunch Trump supporter. You know, you know, right in Trump's hip pocket, every step of the way, every lie that Trump told, Gates has been right there supporting that lie, especially the big lie. Trump has had him up on the, on stage behind the podium with him during campaign speeches during the 2020 campaign. Where's Gates? Gates, come on up here. Come on, come on up here, Gates. Come on up here, right? And Gates was thinking the whole time, and and asked Trump pardon before Trump left office. Can you well, issue a pardon? Can you issue a pardon? Yeah. We talked about this last show. Can you issue a pardon to somebody yeah. who's never been indicted for anything? Uh, no. Yeah. How can he pardon you? For what? I don't know. I don't know. It's like Whatever. the uh, get, get out of jail free card, isn't it? Before you've even gone to jail. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, um, it's when you think about it. But um, so, and, and he never got the pardon. He never got the pardon. Yeah. So um, why did he ask for pardon? For what? Why, why, why would you ask the president of the United States for a pardon? For something you haven't been indicted or investigated for, yeah, or maybe there was some kind of investigation going on we didn't know about. But why would you ask for a pardon if you didn't feel that you needed one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, we could ask. We can ask. Little kid is taking orgasm. We can ask that too. (laughs) (laughs) Which we quite often like to. uh, We are. Mm -hmm. I rather enjoy it myself. Well, Well, you do. Happy <laughs> real thing, though. <laughs> oh, I know what we played that we we were laughing about. I, I won't do this. Oh. No, no, I'm going to do Friday. I'm doing a TV commercial Thursday and Friday, so we're not going to be live on Friday. And I think what I'll do, uh, Amanda, is maybe maybe make up a a. And I've been lazy, and I apologize for being lazy and being able to these audio clips. I love doing it, and and I and we laugh, and it they're great, and we have so much fun doing it. Um, but I've been lazy and and. Um, and putting new ones together because my own. You've also had a lot going on. So I've had a lot going on. I've had yeah. a lot going on. Well, how about if we do this for Friday because we can't broadcast live Friday. Well, I, I was going to ask you if you want to do a, a pre-record maybe tonight or I'm on set tomorrow, but maybe I don't know what my schedule is yet. But maybe okay. we can pre-record a show. But what I'm thinking is just now, I'm thinking out loud here, folks, hey, um, that I, I put some of these clips together, you know, the the, the Boris uh, or... Uh, or uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take this anymore. Got it. I was gonna, Johnson, I was thank say, you. Yeah. 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 I was going to say Boris BJ, Johnson. but I thought better not. 
So, <laughs> now you're talking my language. Hey, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Um, see? Anyway, what if I put together a, a uh, you know, several clips and just ran them. Excuse me. If I ran several clips. Would you please? You know, this is radio. Um, for lunch, Andy. Pardon? You have oh. lunch again? I, I, oh, no. I, I hey. can do my hand up and say that Burritos. would be. Burritos. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Well, what, what if I put together our, um, what was I saying, some uh, some clips? And ran that just some of the the, the comedy clips that we already, whatever you call them, you know the audio clips, and and just yeah, did yeah. like a back to back, even thirty minute show of just some of the clips as heard on the Andy and Mander show. We ran that on Friday's show. Yeah, at, that, that would at, be uh, a little fun. Uh, and 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 those of you who are listening to the podcast, which most of our audience for this show is, um, so Friday at eight p.m. in the UK, three p.m. East Coast. Uh, noon Pacific time and, and we have listeners all over the globe so whatever time that is and you know wherever you live on Friday and if, and if you're new to the show what we'll do during the times I just said we're going to if I can get this together no guarantee I'm going to try to do this you know try mm. I really am we're yeah. going to play um, a lot of the audio clips that have really made this show I think in part to where we are today with thousands of listeners all over the world that, that kind of have come to just sit back and say hey Amanda and I don't take ourselves too seriously we have a lot of fun talking about what we talk about we're nobody special we're not professional journalists or commentators or we've never done this before we're both artists Amanda is an artist and a musician I'm just an old dumb musician and um, uh, excuse me yeah <laughs> no you're not <laughs> and, and 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 um and we just took it upon ourselves to do the show and, and talk about what, as two citizens, as two just people in different corners of the globe, um, things that bother us, and, or not bother us, but things that we care about, and things that, we, that are of concern to us and issues that we want to share and see what other people think about those issues and just vent. And this platform here on Block Talk Radio has enabled us to do that. Um, and, you know, here we are over a year later doing the show. And, um, and some of these, some, if, again, if you're new to the show, we have so much fun doing these audio clips where we'll take like Trump and Biden and Giuliani and, you know, people and figures in the news, sports figures, entertainment figures. And just we go into our recording studios and we're able to take those speeches and, and press conferences and have a lot of fun with them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Friday, what we'll do is play some of those clips that we've had such a fun time with. Um, you know. Fantastic. I've got my yeah. um, vaccination tomorrow. Oh my goodness! Squeal like a pig. Squeal like a pig. Squeal like a pig. You have your. What are you being fascinated with tomorrow? Oh yeah, I'm being fascinated with um, the nurse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, that. yeah. Tomorrow? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm being, um, I'm giving the uh, the jab, you know, the the vaccination tomorrow. Mm. My first one. Mm. So we shall we shall see how that goes. Hopefully. And which continue. one are you getting again? You're getting what? I don't know. I've not been told which one I'm getting. I think I'll be told when I receive it. I'm sure I will. If they don't tell me, I'll certainly be asking. Say, what one are you giving me? I want to know, please, before it goes into my arm. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> yeah, you should definitely. You should. Yeah, you're not told to start with. I think you ask when you're there because I just got the the, the standard uh, text message. Um, your COVID nineteen vaccination has been booked. Blah blah blah. This Good is where you, you. go. Blah blah blah. And what do you explain? If they don't, if they don't uh, give, they should tell you. Uh, if they don't tell you which vaccine you're getting, you just tell them. Uh, you say, snotty little bastard. Yeah, pretty them. much. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know I, I, I got it, Andy. Yeah, I saw that. I don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> we just tell them. with them. Say, I want to know. Yeah. It's going to my yeah. I want to know. I'm going. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I would want to know. I would want to know. And my uh, dear mother, bless her, she's having her second one tomorrow, so I think she's a little nervous. Oh, really? That, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Do you know who's giving you the injection? Uh, not Without personally. You. It's uh, let me ask. Hold on a second. I'm going to ask somebody. Okay. Please. Do. Who? Uh, excuse me. Let me dial it in here. Where are you getting your injection? Right. In, where are you getting it at? In a in a hospital or a clinic? It's um, actually based in a fire station, which is right next to the hospital. So okay. that's where they set up. Let me just see if I can dig in here and figure out who's giving you this. Here we go. Oh, it God. will be a woman. Well, at least we know. All right. All right. So at least we got that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully she's gentle. <laughs> I'm not good with needles, Andy. I'm really not. So, you know, I don't even like Oh, you wouldn't feel it. You, yeah. you won't even feel it. You won't even feel it. You know, um, as I think I told you, when I got mine, um, I was talking with the woman who gave it to me, and and uh, next thing I know, she's got a bandaid. She's putting the bandaid on my arm, and I'm like, don't, don't you want to give me an injection first? She said, I already did. I mean, I really, it was. That, <laughs> oh wow. Like, yeah. 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 That's incredible. Yeah, just remember, well, you know. You absolutely, if you play golf, if you play tennis, or whatever you do, you have to make time for sex. Just remember that. Thank you. I will keep that in mind. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll try not to think about it while I'm sat having the vaccination tomorrow. <laughs> yes. And and after they give you the, and you know what the line is, after you receive your vaccination, after they put hmm. the Band-Aid on, you are to say this. I have no further use for you. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> I have to play those band clips like loud, you know, like we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. They'd be like, "What the hell? Who is this person?" <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Sorry, I'm going. Bye. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you're the show. Yes. Yes. Only on the wow. Andy Mander show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, we're we're about ready to wrap this show up. I guess wrap the week up for live shows because we're not going to be live on Friday. And uh, mm. uh, so, therefore, we get a break. We get. We'll see everybody live again on Monday. Um, and uh, Monday at 5 p.m. That's our 5 o'clock somewhere show because it's 5 o'clock in the U.K. Uh, and we actually have um, somebody in line. Lisa, I want to thank you for joining our show, and you're welcome to do so anytime. Please feel free. Yeah. Don't be a stranger. And, you, and I, I feel honored to have Lisa on because, uh, Amanda, we know each other so well. Yeah. So well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... Uh, <laughs> And, um, yeah. But we've never met. That'll be the next show. <laughs> Here I come to save the day. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I told Amanda she needs both to the U.S. and both to meet you, but definitely come visit me too while I'm, you know, while she's here. Have you, have you been out, 
Lisa, have you been out to L.A.? Have you been out to L.A.? No, I've oh. only flying to Hawaii. I've never been there actually to stay. No. Oh, oh, oh! It'd be cool if you came out. Yeah, you got to get. This is a gorgeous state. I mean, it's amazing how many with all the issues we have here in California. Uh, despite all those issues, which aren't as monstrous as some issues that are taking place in other parts of the country, but um, despite all the issues that are happening here in California, there are some people come out here to visit, and they either just call for the things and move here right away, or say, you know, I'm going to live here someday. And I said that the first time I ever came here decades ago, and, and I just this is one of the most beautiful spots, and the people are wonderful, and the atmosphere is wonderful, and sure, there's a lot of people in traffic because it's so wonderful. But it is just an amazing, I'm from Philadelphia and, and also had a place in New York, Philly, you know, as a musician, I was New York based. Um, I spent many, a lot of time in, in New York uh, growing up and as an adult, and, you know, New York is my second home. Um, no. So having been there, done that and traveled, you know, most of the country as, as a professional pilot and then as a touring musician, living here in California is the most, I'm just every day, I just wake up and say, I'm just so happy. I can't figure out why. I'm just, it's just so great to be here. It is just an incredible spot. Now, I, I have met people in California who have never been east of California. You know, and I'm like, you know what? I tell them that if you go to Philly, you go to New York, you go to Boston, Washington, you will never come back here again because of the same wow. difference in culture. You, you, you've been here your whole life, which you experience the East Coast. So in no way uh, demeaning the culture, the beauty, the significance, the people of the East Coast. Now, I am an East Coast person, born and raised. Love the East Coast. It just there, There's such an incredible distinction between the culture of both coasts here in the United States. It's incredible. Yeah. Once, being from the East Coast, once you come out of here, you never go back. It, it's, wow. Uh, yeah. And now it's all, it's all, now they know that too. It is, you know, for what I owned a house for in, in, in outside of Philadelphia, in the suburbs in a beautiful home, I couldn't buy mm-hmm. a garage for that here in, in, in Los Angeles. I couldn't, I couldn't wow. buy an outhouse. I could buy an outhouse. Wow. Yeah. What a different, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, right? Yeah. Now you know, Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. Hawaii. Forget it. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Forget, yeah, forget about you know, that. Hawaii is just... I would definitely live there, all the California. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, Hawaii. Wow. I've, toured, I've toured out there as a musician a couple of times and actually did a show that was on Hawaii Public Radio and spent a good amount of time and you know meeting musicians and fans and so forth in Hawaii and just had a great time. I'm going to go, I was supposed to go back before COVID. I had a plane ticket in the whole nine yards and, uh, and look forward to going back here. Here it's only a what, four or five hour flight to Hawaii. Um, and you can go cheap. I mean, there, if you look at the paper or whatever, you can find bargain deals. You can get to Hawaii for like a hundred bucks each way, you know. And but once you once you get there, take your wallet out. You better be thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> wow. It sounds like a fantastic place. I mean, I've already seen pictures and stuff on the movies and whatever, mm. you know. And it's yeah. gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. Gorgeous, really, really is. Yeah. Believe me, pictures do not do justice. Yeah, no, they don't. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. They don't. Wow. The greenery, wow. the oak, uh, it's just another world. You know, the blue ocean, think, and it's just beautiful. I think that's the way I see the U.S. in general, to be fair, because, of course, here in the U.K., we're a hell of a lot smaller. And although we have a lot of beauty here and it varies to different parts that you go, sure, but I think did the vastness of the U.S. and how that 
scenery changes is just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's yeah. I I love tra- I love traveling. I'm going I'm going east soon. Visit family and friends. I'm going back to Philly in June. And I have I haven't you know I travel normally. You know, put COVID aside, I travel a lot, and I this is the only place I've ever been in my life where I, I, you know, every time the plane takes off and like heads east and you go over the mountains, you know, on the way east, I actually get sad and I just visualize in my head the plane turned around and going the other way, and I can't wait till we're headed back west and landing at LAX again and uh, go home. I, I, I hate leaving here. I hate leaving here. And people, you know, like wow. family and friends. Well, how come you don't come? Because people are traveling now. Hey, do you come? You want to come? And my sister gets mad at me because I'm not coming to visit and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to leave here. I just, I said, you come out here. You come here. You know, <laughs> yeah. Aww. But I've never felt that way. I've loved, I loved, I love living in Philly. Uh, but I traveled a lot when I lived in Philly. I was, always, I was always on my way to somewhere. You know, even if I had long breaks, I knew I was traveling. Here, yeah. I, I don't want to leave here. I don't know what or why. It just, you know, I just love it here. Don't know what it is. Yeah. No, we're, we're going to get you here. And I think Lisa, I think when Amanda comes here, I think you should come here to hang out. You know, we'll all get together here. Yeah. I'll definitely come to L.A. I'm retired now, so, you know, I'll definitely be out there. So, uh, <laughs> no. Los Angeles. If Mandy's there, I'll be there. All right. Oh, cool. that's so sweet. Me that's too. so sweet. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you guys. I think, I, think Andy, I think Andy has ulterior motives, though, so I'm just going to leave it there. It was really hard. It was really hard. <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry, Amanda. I'll take care of you. <laughs> the first, the second, the third. One of those times, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wish, yeah. and I guess men sometimes don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, like I said, it's not just men at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't know have to say about oh. men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that couple shows up a lot. I've been there. They do. Exhibitionists, aren't they? They really are. Yeah. You know. They've never really yeah. introduced themselves. You've robbed them, Andy. I really. One of these days. They keep showing up on our show. I don't get it. I know. I don't get it. It's like, yeah. I thought I'll show you what's going on. I don't get it. I don't quite American get it. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're yeah. going to wrap up this um, week, I guess. It's, you know, Wednesday here. We know live show Friday, as we've, we've mentioned. Uh, but listen in Friday because we're going to have some cool uh, audio clips and things that you won't want to miss and, um, and things that I'm sure you'll get a good good chuckle out of, if nothing else. So, um, so <laughs> tune into our show on Friday. You won't be yeah. able to get hold of Amanda and I, or you probably don't want to get hold of Amanda and I. But, um, but, um, and and Friday will be your excuse to listen to the show and not and not have to hear us. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might, you might have a relief from that, right? <laughs> yeah, bless might. them. Oh, yes. but we we'll miss you guys. We we'll miss you guys. But we'll be back. We'll be back. Great. We have a great, uh, great audience, great fans, and we thank you. for. And, and if you want to get hold of the show, folks, uh, you do so by uh, calling, of course, 515-605-9888 when we're live. And when we're not, um, you can email the show at andyandamandashow at gmail.com. And yes. 
They can and also we, find us on Facebook and Instagram, the Andy and Amanda Show. Check us you, out. You, you, you would, yeah, Facebook, you can just search Andy and Amanda Show, right, I think? Is that how that works? That's right. Yeah, and our logo will pop up. And on Instagram, it's obviously at the Andy and Amanda Show. And, oh, Twitter. You follow us on Twitter as well. Andy and Amanda 2. Yeah, I want to do... I want to... I want to tweet, twat, tweet... I want to tweet... What do you... You tweet? I want to tweet some more there. Okay. Twerk. Twerk. Twerking real good. Yeah, I want to twerk, you know. Yeah, I do. What's it all about? Yeah, we'll find out. Um... But uh, yeah, what's our twerking? What is our? What is our? How do you say? How do you? Uh, wait a minute. Uh, Watch out, Doc. Uh, I'm getting there. When you toot. No. Yes. Excuse me. <laughs> when I toot. When you. When you. When you <laughs> When you, when when there, uh, oh, when you, you use a twit, twat, whatever it is tweet. you do. What Twitter? To tweet? tweet. Yes. Obviously, I'm not up on all this. So how do you do that? You go to what? You go to Twitter. You right? go into Twitter and you get this little. Um, you can you click on the uh, like the magnifying glass symbol to enter in at Andy and Amanda too. Uh, and we will show up, hopefully. Are these fucking people kidding me? If we like you. <laughs> no, yeah, you can find us there. No problem. We'll find you. Anyway, contact the show. Hey, there's something awfully squirrely going on around here. Oh, yeah, I agree with, with that. Or, failing that, Andy, if, you're, if they forget any of these addresses, they can just enter in Google the Andy and Amanda show, and that'll bring us up all over the place. Please do contact the show. We get some emails here and there from some folks and, and, and chats and texts and whatever, but it's be great to, uh, to hear from you. What, what do you think of the show? What do you want us to talk about? What do you want us not to talk about? What the case may be. Not that we're going to listen to you because, uh, because you know, we- I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Yeah. And that, Actually, that's and, a good point, Andy. Lisa, right. are you still there? I'm still here. Okay, I'm darling. Gonna what? I'm going yeah. to, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you, before we go, um, what subjects would you uh, like to hear us talk about? Oh, that's a loaded question, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you time to think about it. You can message me. <laughs> no, there you go. Give me a minute to think about it, and I'll, yeah, I'll text cool. you. All right. I'm sorry, Andy. I just want to... Tick-tock, 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 I just wanted to tell Andy good luck in your uh, commercial endeavor you're doing the next couple of days. And Amanda, I'll talk to you uh, in a little bit. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for for calling. And it was a pleasant surprise, as you could tell. I was tripping over my words and went shy. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you calling in. And it's been absolutely amazing having you on the show. And you have to call in again, darling, definitely. And we know where Lisa's going right now.
Have a nice trip. Don't give, don't, <laughs> don't give away all my secrets. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Oh, Thank you, sweetheart. You take care. I'm really happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't like it, I'm going to whoop you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you take care. All right, Thanks darling. for joining the show. Appreciate you take it. Take care. Bye. Bye bye now. All right, bye bye. Yeah. Anyway, man, that's going to wrap up another um, a week of the Andy and Amanda show. This um, Wednesday, our last show, live show of the week. We'll try to get to everybody and some funny stuff you're going to hear on Fridays during our normal time slot on Fridays. And uh, that being said, and having uh, another a, a great time on the show um, and having a great week here on the Andy and Amanda show. We'll look forward to seeing everybody live once again on Monday. And, uh, and with no further news to report of significance, well, there's always news to report of significance, but we're going to wrap this show up. We're out of time. They're kicking us off the air here. And um, Amanda, why don't, you, uh, why don't you take us home? <clears throat> Absolutely, my darling. So on behalf of my wonderful co-host, Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, and myself, Amanda Love, here in the UK, thank you again for joining us. We love you so much. We appreciate you. Uh, thank you for listening, and we hope you had a lot of fun. And uh, have an amazing weekend, uh, because obviously we're not going to speak to you on Friday, but we will be back with you in full force, back to our usual cranky, funny, interesting mm. Well, that's debatable, I guess, right, for people, but... Uh, so, oh, well, wait, 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 hold, hold up, hold wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're still sane enough by then and you, you, you're enjoying the show, come join us and uh, listen in on Friday for that humor that we're going to be sharing with you guys, thanks to my wonderful co-host. So we're going to have a lot of fun. So, guys, take care. Thank you so much for, for joining us once again. And we'll see everybody on uh, Monday. Take care. Bye yeah. now. Bye-bye.